Welcome to another post-game media edition of Talking Hoosier Baseball. Today is Friday, April 28th, 2023. The Indiana Hoosiers dropped the series opener with Maryland tonight by a score of 13-2. The Hoosiers' two runs came off solo shots by Carter Matheson and Tyler Cerny. Matheson also walked and added a triple. Wes Burton retired the first seven batters he faced in relief. Senior catcher Peter Ceruto went one for three today. After the game, the media met with head coach Jeff Mercer and Ceruto. Coach, on Wednesday, um, you, you talked about the fact that, that Nick Dean has kind of been a problem for you guys for a few years now. Um, what was, that, what it, was it that worked so well for him today and held you guys at bay? Well, I'd say a couple of things. He mixed his pitches really well. Um, did a good job. He did about what we thought he would do. And, and, and all the credit in the world to him, he did a really good job. He, the changeup was a little bit softer, I think, in real time than, than he probably in the scouting report. And that's, we talked about that earlier, the kid from Texas, the lefty from Texas threw a, a, a really soft changeup, almost like a palm ball. And, and his was a little bit softer, which kind of threw guys off a little bit. Guys got in between. Located his fastball well down and away, especially with two strikes. Kind of we knew he'd do, but he did a good job with it. And then and then the fastball up and over the middle was, was effective. It was good. I, I just... We didn't do a good job of forcing, um, I should say this, we didn't stay very disciplined. We didn't execute a plan very well. We just, we, we, we got beat by fastballs. We, we chased fastballs up. We were in between timing and um, we just, we didn't do a good job of staying true to a plan. I think, you know, they, they scored a couple of runs early and, and then, um, you know, it's kind of like guys got a little bit in between and a little bit emotional and we just, I just, Told him we just didn't execute the plan very well, and so he did a great job. He did a, did a great job, um, but but I, I didn't think that we didn't help ourselves at all um, in the way that we we just didn't stick to the plan very well. Coach George uh, went back for that fourth inning of work, yeah. started to run into a few base runners. Yeah, what was the plan with him going into that, and also did you consider kind of taking him out a little bit earlier? We did. We just you just kind of in no man's land. You're just kind of in no man's land. You're down by a couple. You were in between. Um, he had been really good his second time to the lineup, and and he he still didn't get hit hard. It wasn't any hard contact, you know. I think was it, was it a leadoff walk there? A leadoff walk, a couple of really close pitches, leadoff walk, and then you're playing Shaw deep, probably a little bit too deep. Um, although he's got you know 45, 46 career home runs, so I understand it. But you know, a soft soft fly ball to center, and then you get a fly ball that falls in right in two strike count. And it goes from zero to 100 really quickly, and and he, Reisdorf is getting weak contact. He's still probably, that's why I kind of told Glenn, said, what do you want to do? I said, he's probably your best bet to get a double play ball to try to get out of it. And then he, he jams a kid. He's more like a kid, big and strong, and he floats the ball to the left field line and kind of breaks it open a little bit. So get a couple of hit by pitches in there in the middle of it. But, you know, it's you hate it for him because he did throw well. He did do a good job. Um, but it just, you're, you're just in no man's land. You're just in no man's land where he's, he's, He's probably the best you got once I got two guys on to get the double play, and he gets the two strikes, and the guy drops a single on the right, and now you're going to the pen with the bases loaded, nobody out, and there's not necessarily – when you're down by a couple runs, we don't have a guy that we're going to in that situation that says, hey, we're down by a couple, and uh, and, and we're going to go get go get a punch out here, and, and, and obviously with the, with the last couple games in mind. So you're hoping he can jam a guy and get a double play ball and try to get out of the inning, and, and it just didn't, just didn't work that way. So – I hated it for him, honestly, because he threw really well and did a good job. And you look at the you look at the stat line at the end, and you're like, dang, he got beat up, but he really didn't. He really was excellent. And I, I told him that. I told him after the game as well. So I was really pleased with how he threw. Sometimes it just works out that way. If, if 
if you say, okay, we, we got to get a, you know, for us to uh, be effective, we got to get a couple punch outs and some weak contact. He kind of did that, right? We had a couple free bases in there, but he did kind of what he should do for, especially for a young guy. He gets three, three weak contact and, and, and a couple strikeouts. And then you look up and there's five runs on the board. So I wasn't disappointed, obviously, with his effort. He did a good job. We, like I said, we're just, the way that we navigate, we're just in, we're just in no man's land. They're in the middle of the game. You're down. Uh, you got you got multiple guys on base without running, you know, Kraft or Yoho or Foley out there. You know, we're, we're trying to get double play ball, um, and, and it's just he's probably still your best bet to get that. What's different about this Maryland lineup that uh, Manasseh hasn't seen yet this year? I, I mean, they're adults. I mean, they're all. You look at Shaw and Larusa and Shigler and all those guys. They're all third, fourth, fifth year guys. I mean, they're adults. They're really good. They're we tried to get in and we didn't get in and try to get up and didn't get up. And, you know, we, we just, they're good players. So I know that sounds like a really cheap <laughs> cliche answer, but you know, just got him. You know, we had a chance there with the, the, the fly ball to center. That's a play we, we've made a hundred times this year and practiced it yesterday and just overthrew, right? But that's a shallow fly ball that, you know, Bobby's thrown out, you know, half a dozen guys this year and, and typically makes that play. We don't, now it's a two run game. Solo homers don't normally win or lose games. And, um, they just did a good job, you know. For for Seti to be effective, he has to land pitches, and and, and typically he does. And, and at the same time, like sometimes good hitters are just good hitters, and they 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 were good today. Is it a blessing? I don't want to use the word blessing in disguise. It's probably wrong, but in some ways, is it better to for the game to snowball so you can save your relievers for later in the weekend while you never want to get blown out? If you've got your better arms for Saturday and Sunday, now could that be better than if you had to lose a close game tonight? Sure. I mean, I, I think any time that. Anytime you can go into the rest of the weekend feeling like you're still in a good spot on the mound, I think that's that's never a bad thing. I, I, I feel like we've built enough depth now to where I would have felt fine either way kind of going into the next two days. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Positive, so I'm always glass half full. I'll, I'll, I'll take it and run with it. Coach, with, with Seti, you've mentioned that a lot of his off-speed stuff has to play off of his fastball velocity. It didn't seem like you really had that today. Yeah. Is there something you saw maybe in his warm-up, or did you just not have it on the mound? Not too much. I mean, that, I thought the splitter was was up. I thought the splitter was up a little bit and soft. When it's good, it's it's firm and down. But uh, from the from the you know from the side, I, I I I don't know that to be the case. That's just kind of a layman's evaluation of. I thought a couple of the splitters were up and soft instead of being kind of firmer and down. And you know, if he's 88 to 90 and the, and the splitter's 80 and the slider's 82, 83, it's usually a pretty tight bunch. I thought a couple of them were kind of soft and up, but. I don't know that. I think that they just they got fastballs where they needed them and they, and they tagged them. Um, part of it will depend what happens tomorrow, but if yeah. it goes tomorrow could tie the series. Um, sure. What are what are your plans for a high leverage guy like Ryan Kraft? Because there is still Sabathia on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, normally we go to Kraft when we when you know it's like a you know down one tie game up one kind of situation where we feel like we have some length with it. So we'll just kind of we'll kind of feel it from there, but you know you you still have you have Phillips and you have Foley and you have you know Brooks Eye and, and so we're still in a fine position. And so we'll you know, we just you want to make sure you use Kraft in a position where you you could use him for some length because you know you've got five or six innings with him. Um, so if we get in the position where where we need him to win a ball game, we'll take him. We'll go with it to win a ball game, and you know it, 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 a lot of it's just feel kind of feel the moment, feel of. The game, and, and obviously with with Salvador on Sunday, I mean, he's I mean, he's good. Dean's good. They're they're all good, right? They're, they're all good. So 
you just got to find a way to try to win tomorrow, tomorrow. And you know, if, if that requires scrap, it requires scrap. Coach, quick turnaround tomorrow, obviously, 1 o'clock game. After a game like today where it just didn't go well from the start, what's the message to the team? Well, I, I tell the guys, you know, always, like, I don't necessarily care. You know, winning and losing is, is, is the most, un, is obviously an un, uncontrollable piece of it. You know, I, I guess there's a, there's a coach I, I, I worked for a long time ago. He said, 25% of the games, you're going to roll out and get your butt kicked. And 25% of the games, you're going to roll out and kick somebody's butt. It's the 50% of the games that, you, you got to find try to find a way to win those ball games, right? I don't know if today was one of those days where you just get your butt kicked, right? Sometimes those things happen, and it's just they played really well and had some balls fall in, and they're good. And so those things those things um, happen sometimes, and it hasn't happened a bunch of us this year, but it happens sometimes. It happened today. You know, my, my thing for the guys was when things don't go well, how do you manage? How do you manage your emotions? What's your body language like? How do you persevere? And, and those were the things I talked about, like, we, we didn't do an awesome job of that. We, we kind of showed our youth a little bit tonight, I, I thought. And that happens too. That happens too. So every game is worth one. And just like I told you guys over the week, every, today's game is worth one and tomorrow and next weekend. And, and, and so you have, well, you have 11 more conference games. So they're all worth one. You know, feel bad for that if you want to, but pick up tomorrow morning and bring a smile on your face and go back and play again tomorrow. So. That was that was essentially the message in, in a nutshell. You just pick up and move on. Series openers have been a bit of a sore spot for you, but you come back and won the second and third game almost every time. How much did that give confidence to the team? You know, knowing that openers haven't been good, yeah. partly because you don't have a guy that can go multiple innings like other people do, but you know you can come back and do it as you've done all year. Sure. No, I, I think it, I think your I think the you know, the best indicator of, of your of the future is is your past, right? So. I think it does give the guys confidence. You kind of been here before. That's why you go play a really good early season schedule, and you know you get your butt kicked sometimes. You pick back up and go back to work. So yeah, I agree with you 100. It does give the guys a lot of confidence to, to be able to show back up tomorrow and and go compete and play well. And we've done it before, and and we can do it again. Certainly, 100. Matheson was one of the players today to, to yeah. see Dean pretty well. Yeah. And talking, uh, praising him as a yeah. player. What did you yeah. see today that made him effective against Dean? Yeah, you know he was able to adjust. The home run was a was a fastball from over the middle. We talked about we're going to have to be flat to him, and he tagged it right away. So you know he takes a walk early, competitive walk, and and then gets a fastball from over the middle and tags it. I don't have a problem with guys going early in the count. You just got to be you got to be on time for it. You got to flatten it out. And if hit a ball hard early in the count, no problem. We just we have to make sure that we're either extending pitch counts or we're hitting the ball hard. And and Carter's done a good job of that. He's gotten good counts, and when he swung, he's hit the ball hard consistently. And and uh, it has been a, been a real bright spot. And obviously it was today, but it's been good kind of leading up to today as well. So you know, when, you, when you, you give yourself a chance, when you're able to go in and execute a game plan well, when you don't and you're, you're haphazard and you're, you're reliant on someone else to make a mistake, it becomes much more like the way the ball bounces and luck. And so he did a really good job of sticking to a plan and executing the plan really well. And, and he's super talented. So. When he puts those things together, he's got a chance to be really good, which he obviously was tonight. We'll take two more. Coach, you mentioned the progression of getting better over the weekend being a really big key for you guys. What, I guess, elements of today do you need to magnify in order to continue that, that trend Saturday and Sunday? We just, we, we, so you have emotion when you play sports, right? So you're emotional. So I don't want to say you shouldn't play with emotion, but you have to allow your emotion and in, in, uh, in, in your excitement to focus you and, and narrow your vision into to a plan to attack a plan and to stay engaged. 
and not allow it to kind of be an inferno that kind of burns you up a little bit. And so for us, we just have to go back to tomorrow and allow, okay, we were excited, we wanted to play well, it didn't go our way, and so now what do you do? Do you, do you kind of pout a little bit about it? Do you, you kind of have a temper tantrum about it? Or do you focus back in, and like we've done a hundred times before, and just go navigate tomorrow and allow your focus and your energy and your excitement to, to, to sharpen you and, and not allow it to overwhelm you. And so that was a message to the guys, and, and that would be the thing for us that we can take into tomorrow. And, I, and, and, and as I already said, you know, you've got, you've got some art on the mound, and you've got craft and you know, and all those guys ready to go. So it's a new day. It's a new game. It, it's crazy. You know, of, of all the sports, baseball is so dependent upon one person, right? What happens up the one guy that stands 60 feet away and has the ball. So each day that, that the game can change considerably. So we have to go out tomorrow and stay focused, attack a plan, stay committed to the plan, and, 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 and go out and kind of see where it goes from there. You talked about the uh, coaching staff looking at data yeah. from losses yeah. to help in serious ways. Yeah. Uh, is that something that you're going to be looking at tonight after tonight's game? Yeah, I'm sure Coach Glantz already in the office over there looking at it. So he'll be, he'll be you know, working away at it and, and coming with a good plan uh, for tomorrow and, and, uh, and, and do our best to execute it. You know, it really, it sounds, it sounds weird when you say you give up 13 runs and, and, and there were some bright spots to it, but they scored in bunches, right? They scored in they, at the three-run inning, the seven-run inning, and two-run inning. Two-run inning late is, you know, you're getting guys in there. But, you know, you're, you, they scored in two main innings, 10 of their, of their runs coming those, in those main innings. So you just got to go in there. You, you got to navigate the way, like, how do we make adjustments to not allow those innings to get away from us and, and, um, and execute just a little bit better. And, again, sometimes it doesn't matter. Like, if a guy throws a ball out there, 76-mile-an-hour exit velocity, you get three of those in an inning, and sometimes it just happens. So you try not to have any free bases around them, right? Usually the big innings have two or three free bases in them, and that big inning had it. And sometimes it just, it's just the way it goes. Last one to Carl. Uh, was there something that you saw out of any of the late pitchers that you threw that haven't gotten a lot of time lately that you liked today? Yeah, I thought Wes was really good. You know, Wes has been working with what off-speed pitch he can use to, to, to complement his fastball, and, and we've changed over more to the changeup. Kind of this past week and some of the midweek innings, scrimmage innings, and, and and they were a great offense to see if that would be effective because they, they are so fastball dominant and they don't expand, they don't chase, they have essentially a one to one walk to strikeout ratio as a team, which is in, incredibly rare to have at this level of college baseball. So for him to get some chase, for him to get and again, he ran out of gas, that was kind of the first time he's been extended to that point. But um, you know, I thought he was was really good. Uh, you know, Katsky. Katsky's a unique guy because if he's able to land the off-speed, he's got so many off-speed pitches where he has the curveball, the slider, and the changeup. He gets a leadoff base hit and then navigates lineup. So, you know, he's a guy that could really help us if he can land the off-speed and then sneak the fastball in there. So I would say those those two guys were probably the two guys that you look at and say yeah. there's a real chance for them. So possibly like one inning if it was a, a competitive game. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I would say that was kind of once we got to that tweener stage, it was like let's – Let's run West again. We have two outs and nobody on back-to-back walks. Let's run West back out there again for the third time. He's throwing really well. He's probably down. Let's see if we can extend him a little bit. Um, trying, trying to get his chronic workload high enough to where he could then be extended in the future if the fastball changeup profile is going to be is going to be a winner for us. It's going to help. And let's see if we can get his, his chronic up enough to where we could use him again into the future and, and potentially Kasky again. We, we need a guy that you could use 
kind of to your point earlier about Reisdorf, like who do you go to? Uh, and we've done that with him several times. It's like, you know, it kind of stinks for a young guy. Bases loaded, nobody out. And you got to come trotting in out of the bullpen. But who do you go to when there's a guy on first and second? Who do you go to, you know, bases loaded where you can come in and spin it? He just got to land it. And, and early he didn't. And then he kind of, as he got going, he started landing it. And he's got good enough stuff where he could help us. He's just got to be in the strike zone with it. So potentially, yeah. so tough to hit well he's a good arm uh, experienced guy has three pitches and throws them all for a strike um, and I think he allows some some guys to get in between timing uh, throwing the changeup so much and uh, you know sometimes just got to tip, tip the cap to that guy same thing I asked coach is you guys struggle out in the openers but then come back and often win the last two games how much confidence does it give you going forward knowing you know that you've come back and won the series so much when something like this uh, absolutely um, I think besides that Ohio State weekend and Big Ten play, we, we've lost every Friday. And uh, it just goes to show the resiliency. And, uh, you know, I think we're a mature offensive group. Uh, but then, then you got Sonar going on Saturday. That gives us a lot of confidence. And uh, we'll, we'll be good, ready to go for tomorrow. What's kind of, when Reisdorf was pitching the way he was, the tough inning he had, he wasn't hit hard. Uh, what's kind of your empathy level, as a, especially as a catcher, as a teammate, when you're seeing him basically to locate where he wants to locate. Yeah, it's really tough because he was hitting his spots. Um, I think they, he left like two barrels that inning. And uh, at the end of the day, like, he did his job. And, uh, you know, a couple balls left, left the other team's way. And uh, I just had to remind him after that inning, like, just, just keep it rolling, keep your head up. And, uh, you know, he made some really good pressure pitches that didn't go your way. What's the challenge like as a battery going up against a lineup like Maryland's that's so top heavy at the top? Yeah, I mean, uh, one through nine, they're solid, but they got those two really, two or three really good guys kind of up, up at the top. And you just kind of have to find a way to land pressure pitches today. And, and they, they had a lot of two strike hits and those home runs, uh, you know, with two strikes, they're, they're really effective there. So you kind of have to navigate. You got to pitch down in the zone and you got to be able to land two or three pitches, um, you know, besides the fastball and kind of get them off fastball timing. Seems like there's kind of automated response by the offense to, to respond to deficits. Nick is a very good arm, uh, but did you kind of sense that that was shaken a little bit today? Yeah, you know, it, it, it was tough because to go out and respond, um, you know, after we hit some really hard balls, we're kind of right at guys. And sometimes it's it's tough to kind of get, get back in the dugout, go out in the field and kind of put that behind you. But, you know, sometimes baseball, the ball is just going to find the glove. And, uh, you know, you just kind of have to move on and put that past you. And as we've seen in the past, we've, we've been able to flush that on Fridays and then come back and respond the next two days. Coach Mercer has mentioned that this is a player-led group. What's your message going to be as one of the veterans to the guys in the locker room? Yeah, I think collectively we came, um, we came together in the locker room. We were, we were just saying that we're not going to let this affect the rest of the series. Uh, we looked at, you know, the previous uh, four or five series we've had. We've lost Friday. And we've been able to come back and respond. And the goal is to win the series, and that's still that's still ahead of us. It's still on the table. Is there anything specific that's going to change about your approach going into Saturday or Sunday, or has that been anything in the past? No, because you know we're so set up on the mound. We, I mean, our the guys that came in today did a really nice job. Westberg and yeah, even Rizzo did a really good job. Gave us some good quality innings there. Um, but we're so locked and loaded on the mound with some of our guys that we've really relied on that we kind of we 
feel good and confident going into tomorrow and Sunday. That concludes this post-game media edition of Talking Hoosier Baseball. The series with Maryland will resume at a new time, 12 noon on Saturday. See you at the BART.